Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You have one new voice message. New voice messages. Rosie, Rosie, I'm going to be a little bit late today because basically I left the house and then I just realized I just bled through my trousers. Basically I had a cough and I didn't realize it was like, I think I was like a day early on my period and it was so emotional yesterday and I was crying the whole time and watching Melon Rouge again. <laughs> anyway, can you just tell Jack I'm going to be late because there's a problem on the tube or something? Don't tell him. Do not tell him. Okay, I love you so much. Bye. Deleted. Hello and welcome to Daddy Look At Me. A podcast where myself, Helen Bauer and Rosie Jones sit down and talk to our favourite people from the world of showbiz about attention, childhood and of course, Daddy. Great to have you here. Now let's crack on with the show. Welcome <laughs> to Daddy Look At Me. How the hell are you? Thank you so much for asking. Yeah. Like, I feel like we've heard a lot about you so far, just chit-chat in general. Yeah. But now let's talk about what's happening with me. Yeah. I, um, I did not go to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I did. Yeah, no, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone went. I was here for a month by myself. It has been lonely. I do have friends to hang out with, but a lot of them are in relationships. The best yeah. thing that happened is my friend's boyfriend had out to be an asshole. She was devastated Amazing. and I was over the moon. Good, that's good. Yes. She moved in with me for a couple yeah. of days and really I was like, good news. thank God. Like, he turned really abusive and I was like, good news for Bauer. <laughs> good news for Bauer. Like, she was genuinely, like, broken and I was oh, like, yeah. I, I need this yeah. right now. Let's, Awful, isn't it? So. Let's get the Maltesers out. I did buy her a box of Maltesers. <laughs> It was good. We did Korean face masks. Oh, mate. Yeah, my skin's got really bad. (laughs) (laughs) But um, there was like a panda on the packaging. So I was like, this is great. (laughs) Yeah. Same. Is it great? Yeah. When are you going to introduce me so I can talk? Okay. So today. (laughs) (laughs) Today on Daddy Look At Me, we have got a great friend of both of ours. Yeah. We love him. He's all right. 
He, I'd say I'm probably better friends with Rosie. Thank you're you not on it. This right, I am. I'm so close to walking out right now. Okay, you went to Melbourne. It was one month of your pathetic little lives. The best it, month. It was the best month of your life. It was a good month to be fair. It was so good. Did you think about me? No. Yeah. When? Uh, when you messaged me asking if I wanted to do this podcast today. Yeah. Did you think about me before that? Yeah. I sent you voice notes. Yeah, they were great. They were really good. I saw that you kept them, actually. I did keep them. Do you listen to them often? Yeah. Yeah? All the time. I think I sang to you. You did sing to me. I and did. it was a great song, and I played it to Catherine and Sarah as well. I messaged Rosie about 20 times, and I got about did. two responses out of all of them. I was too busy. Too busy. I tried to call you. legend. <laughs> tried calling everyone. She was. I was there, No one picked up. Well, it's a different country, so the phone's... Um, I was I was phones. being really sensitive to the time different difference. Phone yeah. WhatsApp. I was WhatsApp, WhatsApp calling. Did you WhatsApp call? Well, there's no internet in Australia. No. So. No, that, this is... Mm, mm, they, there is, because I follow people on Instagram who've been to Australia. But there's not. They, they have to leave Australia to put yeah, posts up. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it's a country full of um, racists and crooks and sexist people. I'd love to go next year, but <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go this year. Actually, they were, they, they, it was absolutely pleasant time. Yeah, really, people really nice. were so lovely. So kind and lovely and receptive. Yeah. Um, the audiences were great. We're going back. We're really, we'd, I'd love to go back. Really yeah. would love to. <laughs> right. Obviously it won't be the so, same though, because we've been before. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I really um, want to go, but then you'll be like, oh my God, let's go to, oh my God, do you remember last time yeah. we were here? Yeah. And I'll be like, no, because I wasn't yeah. there. Yeah, we'll And no one was we'll keeping me do. in the We'll make a point of doing that. And we've already got a group of friends mm -hmm. and I feel like we all compliment each other. I think so. It's a really good group actually this year. Yeah. Adding other people will change that dynamic. Yeah, added somebody to the group chat like a year yeah. later. You're going to miss a lot of... You like, know what this yeah. reminds me of? When I was at school in year six, yeah. um, there was a trip to somewhere in France, like Le Havre or something like that. And everyone was invited, obviously. It was like a whole year group. But they didn't have enough spaces to take the yeah. whole year group. So obviously some people didn't want to go or couldn't afford to go. Yeah. And then there were, they still, more people wanted to go than couldn't. So they picked names out of a hat for the people that couldn't oh. go. And I was one of the five people that wasn't allowed to go. Oh. My no. name got picked out of the hat. And it was in assembly. Well, why the fuck were they doing in that in assembly? Yeah. Out in front of everyone. Oh, and I was God. disgusted. I would absolutely, I would probably pay a million pounds to see year six Helen reacting to that in assembly. I think I took it out on everyone, including the but, teachers. Right. Smashing picture frames. Well, you know what I think happened? I think before assembly. I have a horrible feeling I know where this is going. In the staff room, the teachers were like, right, who do we hate? Who do we not want on the trip? And yeah. they, they just put my name eight times. They yeah, no, just no. did not want you to go. I think it was like, like the original Hunger Games. I like, put my name in so many I times. I don't think yeah. any names were at. Killer on the paper. So I just said Helen loads of times. Yeah. Helen Bauer. What probably Stand. happened, they were like, well, you know, we all went to La Havre last year and it's difficult to add new people to the group chat, so we don't want Helen to go. <laughs> you know what? It's bad. I think my mum said that to me. She was like, yeah. I think they might have thought you were too yeah. loud. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> we, got, we got told off being too loud on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Did oh you? We kept God. like messaging Chris Washington, because you can do this thing on the plane, on like, yeah. plans, yeah. where you can like send chat messages to other seats. 
And Chris um, sent me a chat message that said, yum, Why yum. Why are you looking at me? I honestly couldn't give a shit because, about your plane because, smells Because Rosie was there when it yeah. happened, so she knows what happened. So but I'm I don't, I don't want to you know. Story. I'm telling the well, listeners the story. It's a funny story. Or tell Jack then. You don't have to be part oh, of Oh, by the way, can we just quickly introduce Jack, yeah. who hey, is Jack. the legend who is producing our lovely podcast. Hi, Jack. Hi. Hey, Jack. Do you want to hear my story or do you want to have him to keep interrupting? Uh, I want to hear the story. Thanks, mate. Um, so basically, Chris <laughs> Washington kept sending uh, chat messages to my seat on oh, the plane. Oh, did he? That's funny. Yeah. They said, like, yum, yum, and, like, delicious stuff. But the thing is, I swapped seats so that this, like, seven-year-old woman could sit next to her husband. <laughs> and so he was I went over, like, eight hours into the flight. He was like, you're not responding to my, to my messages. I was like, I'm going to get them. <laughs> that is fucking right, <laughs> It was really funny, too. <laughs> We were out where all the comedians were sitting <laughs> and me and Chris were messaging everyone saying hi guys I'm a TV producer I really want to make a TV <laughs> Hi. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. no, but they all sound really funny. We yeah. got in trouble at the airport for kept because we were in different how? places how in the line. How is this still happening? Yeah. We kept screaming at each other that we all had bags full of dillies from Australia. What's a dilly? A dildo. Oh. Oh. Somebody dillies in this bag. It turns out I was like surrounded by like eight-year-olds in the queue and I was shouting about how many dillies I was bringing back in my big suitcase. Is that a nickname you came up with in Australia? Yeah, it's kind of like an in-joke. My bag was... Like bursting at the seams. Nothing but dilly. All the dillies. <laughs> Stop writing shut up on that paper, Ellie. <laughs> shut up. Oh, that's a good. That, oh, sorry to interrupt, by the way. You were talking about the TV producer thing. Yeah. With, sorry, I'm so no, sorry. Move on. But so, that happened to me. I got stranded at Abu Dhabi Airport and these cunts all left me. Yeah, yeah I know. Dhabi. You got stranded at Abu Dhabi Airport and then you had people on a flight to Heathrow when you drank Bailey's by yourself and yeah. Rosie had to say goodbye to Chris Washington. He went oh, to Dublin and no. Manchester and she came back here and she got back in the early hours yesterday and she hadn't slept at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Same. But I feel like we can go into it in more detail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not getting the full story. Honestly, I feel like there's poo coming out of my body just out of stress. <laughs> <laughs> like a Play-Doh where it comes out of the head like, like cylinders. <laughs> <laughs> So, What's this uh, welcome to Daddy Look At Me. Yeah. So can you shut the fuck up and look at me, okay? okay? I know you're daddy. I feel like you're the daddy of the situation. Oh my God, look at my water bottle. I kept calling the my tattoo artist Ink Daddy. Oh, yeah. in Australia? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I am daddy. Yeah, it's his daddy in your water bottle. Daddy? Okay, right, oh, whatever. daddy there, okay. I actually saw my dad this weekend, so he's Michael's really well actually. He um went to uh, my mum's and we were all there together, but they're divorced. And he brought her a box of coconut chocolate. She's allergic to coconut. Fucking hell, the laughter we had. Uh, She didn't find it funny. He was over. He was like, "Look what I did! It's fucking hilarious!" It's like that's not. That's not good. good. It is funny to be fair. Bitch podcast. Should we just say we've both got daddy issues and just admit yeah. it now? But me and Rosie both do everything just yeah. because we want our dads to love us the most. I got one attention. Same. And I feel like I've always been like this. Oh, yeah. And it's a reason why I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. So we want to feel better about ourselves yeah. and be like, are you the same? I think everyone has that. I don't yeah. think I've met anyone that doesn't have daddy issues. Because it's not like you, have, like, a great, you can have great parents, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's so hard. 
I think it's impossible to not fuck a kid up somehow. Yeah. Thing, I think I was I fine, love my but dad's my first vasectomy was my dad. I have daddy. Since what? then, it's just like, we didn't touch each other. Like he was just naked on a carpet in my dream. And I was like, okay, but that must've been like, we didn't, we didn't yeah. have sex. That's my yeah. first like dream where it was like <laughs> naked older men. Right. So like um, since then, really? I'm just thing? sort of like, not my thing, but I'm just like, I'm very aware of it. But like everything I do. It's dillies in the shop. <laughs> okay, right, dillies, we get it, right? Like, dildos <laughs> in Australian slang, right, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Um, no one, I just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I'm so sorry about doing my funny dillies joke. Please return to telling us about how you dreamed about fucking your dad. <laughs> we didn't touch. But we've never hugged in real life. So it made so much sense. Oh my Christ. Uh, so <laughs> oh, much to unpack. Happy Wait, Easter, no, everybody. We talk about it now and he jokes about it. And then I tried to do it because we went on a holiday together and he just went, oh, very good. And sort of like patted me like a dog. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like I'm getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in there, guys. Please, please, please. Hug me, Michael. Um, I feel like I need to start calling him dad instead of Michael. That would help. But basically, we're both attention whores. Yeah. And we've been this way the whole time. And um, we <laughs> yeah. both know you are. Oh, we've got us, We hang out with you. And when you come around mine, you just do musical theatre performances. I literally can't not be on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to turn off. That's really the problem yes. what why I hate that question do you get that from people what, yeah like, like a, oh she's still on yeah, yeah. I get that it's all like the time. oh fuck off no. like, I find it so difficult to be sincere oh yeah god and uh, I, people that are like earnest all the time it's a real like no. fact, it just seems no. unearnest and like it's yeah. such hard work to be yeah. honest yeah and uh, that's the only true thing I'm going to say for this whole podcast because I've, I've spunked out my whole right. meter just on that thing <laughs> and right. even hearing that made me like I cringe like, I it makes to... you cringe yeah. right but like I'm it. exactly the same yeah. like sincerity is the hardest emotion for me because I'll yeah. do it and then I'll break it so quickly oh so so yeah it's like Ed well, just t- tell me you love, love me without a caveat nah Oh, so Probably not. I love you without a caveat. Aww. I'm not fully sure what caveat is. Exactly. That, you, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I said it because I like, wanted to repeat the word. Yeah. But, um, it's a good I, word. I thought when I'd say it, I would know the definition yeah. Yeah. through saying it, but I'm. Um, Be done. Yeah. No. Still I'm love tra- me I'm trying to spell it in my. I, it's an endless love. Thanks, actually, mate. Rosie licked my palm earlier. Aww. And no joke, my twat yeah. actually twins. <laughs> like, that is a sign of love, isn't it? Because it's like, yeah, you know when yeah. you first like, yeah. fancy someone and every touch is sort of like a little like flutter? Like yes. that feeling of going down on a roller coaster yeah. and your womb just sort yeah. of like... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And I was like, it was like yeah. that. And, and I was then like, maybe... since then she's looked at me differently. You make me want to hold you in the middle <laughs> of the night. You make me wanna hold you to the moments, right? What's, what's the wanna... like? I'm not done. Are you allowed to like sing songs, or is that a copyright issue? No, you can do it. Cool. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> what you... should we sing next? Could you not though? <laughs> right. No, but the thing is, you're actually a singer. You can sing well, so well. Stop. So I can. Did I think. you no, I can't. sing when you were little? Oh, my singing journey is. Uh... Oh, it's so it's long. It's a long ass. Tell us your story. Tell so I'm glad us. to. So I'm trying to talk about this in my new show. Yeah. Uh, Pleasance Beside, 9.45, every day mm. in Edinburgh at the festival. Lovely stuff. When I was a child, I was in a church choir, but there was also like, did touring and stuff, did concerts, yeah. and was like, weirdly famous in like, Japan. What? So Can I, I just really quickly, if anyone's listening to this, please stop listening right now. Go onto YouTube, yeah. <laughs> type in Ed. No, don't, don't give out my real name, please. Because the, the big problem I have is... Um, like old men from like the Philippines will like watch videos of me as a 10 year old and then send me a message saying that they want to fuck me in the ass on, on Facebook or Twitter. Oh my and like God. I have loads of like Twitter followers God. who are like, um, like all their pictures are of like topless 
children. No, um, and no. like, I, I, and like, there was. I used to. I remember like having to wait inside the church after services for our parents to come and pick us up because there was like an actual um, like a guy in a windowless van that used to wait. No. Um, but it's nice to know no which of my friends are googling way. me. Oh my god, I Google you. Thanks, mate. You're welcome. No, it's just really like. So I was a singer as a kid, but it's, I can't really remember it because I was like eight when yeah. it started. Yeah. But I've been to Japan like six times. But did you get like? Kid. Did you want to start singing, or were like well, were you sort of like pushed into it? Well, it was kind of like the guy, uh, the, the the director of the choir came to just it's just kids from South London, yeah, mm. just like normal kids. Yeah, he comes to his school, like gets some kids out of music class and says, "Sing a few notes," and invites you down, and you do like services and stuff. Yeah, but it was how like mad. four days, like it was like four rehearsals a week, what? Monday, Friday, and Sun, like all of Sunday, yeah. rehearsing. Like all holidays were like yeah. going on like on the road and stuff. So and I would have loved that so much. Yeah. Well, it's like I was more concerned about the the fact that I couldn't play my Game Boy at night or like speak to my family while I was away. Yeah. And like, so you would just go with the choir, like you. No, no, family wasn't it like there. Oh yeah. My God. Yeah, yeah, and we couldn't like so speak to them or anything. Did you enjoy it? Oh no. Um, I don't know. I've been thinking about it a lot in hindsight. Yeah. But I, I'm not the only person who was in it who's since changed their name. Oh really? Yeah. Were you um? Was it like a thing of like when all the boys were sort of like there, and then one person was given a solo? Because I've watched some of them, and you are a very prominent soloist yeah. in it. Yeah, I was like kind of one was of the that main like a <laughs> one of the main eight-year-old boys with a high-pitched yes. voice? Yes. Okay, yeah, Ed, yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I probably got the brunt of the paedophilia. <laughs> 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 but was it like um like Front you know Pokemon center. cards for yeah. us at school? Like yeah, it was like if you got shinies for being a chorister boy was it like who's got the most yeah. paedophiles waiting outside for yeah, them well, were you <laughs> the yeah. pedo pin I was the fluffer I think I was one of the main fluffers <laughs> that was nonsense no it's just it's really strange dude. it's like it, it's like a mix of like really sincere like of people that love like boy groups like people that love like um, fucking children and like church people, so it's like a really strange mix of like. You can put the church people in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. some of them were yeah. pretty Catholic. Like, uh, it, it was it was a strange. It's like I, I was a child, so I have a hard time remembering it, and I was yeah. there for so long, and I'm trying to think about it objectively a lot. Um, and it was obviously a good experience, but it's not like we didn't get paid for the touring or anything like that. Shall but you stayed with it, didn't you? Like not with the singing, but like, did you feel like after that you were like, I'm, I like being on stage. Like I like the sort of feeling yeah. it gives me. Uh, I, I probably just think it's like one of the only things that was like a, like a certainty in my life, and I felt comfortable doing. Yeah. And something I've always just because I've been on stage since I was like eight. We're very atypical childhood. Yeah. Obviously, like, like kids would like give you grief for doing yeah. it and stuff like that. Oh, I remember in a drama school from the house that I grew up in. So like, yeah. I'm fully, like, I'm totally oh, yeah, involved yeah, yeah, in this. Yeah. Yeah. But then when I was started doing, like, like, more musicals and shit when I was a teenager, yeah. that's the stuff I really yeah. love. Oh. I love that. So were you ever nervous being on stage? For com- comedy, it's probably the most nervous I've been. Really? Because it was the first time I'd ever done anything on my own and not yeah. with, yeah. like, loads of friends and people I know surrounding me. Yeah. And being yourself as well, or a version of yourself. Yeah, it's like with the with the choir. I didn't really. I wasn't in love with it. I was just doing. I was just performing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This is a comedy is my only platform, and I get to say stuff that I want to say. And it was when I when I was like sixteen. I did this seventeen. Did this musical theatre thing. Like you this, were a nanny, weren't you? Yeah, this song. Oh, I, wish. I was Daddy Warbucks, yeah. yeah. No. How freaking great is that? So I'm another daddy on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, but what? we all know who 
The re the V daddy. I'm A daddy. But V daddy. Is your bottle daddy. You're both my daddies. Daddy. Daddy. Uh, um, let's stop stop fucking the audience's ears there. Um, But when, like, it was the director of this youth musical theatre delinquent breakfast club thing on the weekends that we did. Oh, I think it sounded like the best thing in the world. She was like, I want you to do comedy stuff. And then I was like, oh, I really like make people laugh, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good feeling. That's, yeah. That justifies my presence in this situation. And Daddy Warbucks has some great laughs because he yeah. wanted a boy, but he gets a girl and he's like, oh, bloody hell. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. a fun moment. He's really rich and he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm cooking. <laughs> cookie boy. Didn't you go out with a girl who was playing something in like Les Mis at some point and you were like, I'm in love with her? Uh, I went, I, uh, my first uh, like girlfriend was, I met through the musical theatre and... Uh, yeah, so we like met, and it was very like, it was. Uh, Did you see her singing for the first time, and you were like, yeah. "Oh, she has a fantastic voice. She's a very good <gasps> singer and actor." How old were you? How old was I? I was about yeah. So when I did it, I was between, I was like seventeen and eighteen yeah. when I was doing that. Yeah, that's um, such a great age to get into music. I thought I was like, right. I was thought I didn't want to perform again because I was very like, I think. I was like completely I didn't like being associated with the choir and stuff yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like just right when everything started going online and no one really knew how social media worked and yeah. stuff so that was all God. very we were all like uh, on Facebook at 12 like and all of our Facebook <sighs> friends were just like random pedos from like different I countries. never yeah. thought about that yeah it's mad but then I never wanted to perform again and then obviously I started doing MT and yeah. I was like and my talent is just Did too you much you say MT in for the musical theatre yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my talent oh, is too much to be kept oh, from the world oh when you said MT I was like Oh, is that a drug? <laughs> that I don't know it's yeah, so a pedo repellent yeah. I started taking drugs and I was like yeah, yeah I need to you were hard on the MT. I was hard on the MT. Was it through it your school? Or was it like you were just like, I need to find a musical theatre group? And well, no, then... there was a po- I, I saw a poster in my school, but it, was, it wasn't oh, to do with the I school. had an image of like a young gangster little yeah. Ed walking down like Streatham High Road and he just sort of like goes past this like village hall and he's like, wait a second, <laughs> what's that? And That's then it's mate. just like, when you're a jet, you're a... and you just walk in yeah, and join in. Like... In fact, I did. I was in my school um, sixth form musical. I played gangster number two. Two in Kiss Me Kate. Why did everyone's school do the best musicals? Yeah. Our school did one musical. What was it? Big Al the Musical, the story of Al Capone's life. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. And I was Al Capone's accountant, devastated. That's and so then when funny. I went to college, they were like, we're doing a musical. And I was like, oh, fucking great. They're the musical of the Ugly Duckling. <laughs> and obviously I was like, I choose dignity. I'm going backstage. Yeah. Like, yeah. absolutely devastated by that. Like, Big Al. Yeah. Like, literally, it was just kids from Fleet, Hampshire, all of us white, pretending to be an Alcatraz. Like, well, Al's here. <laughs> Big Al's here in Alcatraz. It's Al. Oh, well, worst I, accent. I can't really um, empathise as I've only played uh, lead roles in well-known musicals. Yeah. So. Okay, you know what? I actually was in... Uh, yeah, I wasn't allowed in the school play in year 11 when I was like... You know, when year 11, that's when you get the lead yeah. parts. I wasn't allowed in it because the teacher said that I was too tall to be in the chorus of women. What was when, the musical? It wasn't a musical. It was a Greek tragedy. Well, fuck that. That's boring. I mean, this is Ed, I wasn't smart. This is all I had. My life revolved around... No, I'm, I yeah, well, you are. Like, like, hey, hey, 
Thank you. I'm um, <laughs> <laughs> really emotional right now. I'm so sorry. And it's feeling super vulnerable. Um, but like, that was all I had. Like, I defined myself by being, like, I wasn't sporty. No. Yeah. Like, I did the drama stuff. Because oh, I yeah. had to be, because yeah. my mum ran a drama school. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was always yeah. like a, like a, performing that's the thing and then the one thing in our town is my mum teaching in our living room improv to kids but like really harrowing improv like okay so pretend i'm your lover and your family and it's like (laughs) like so i had that and then at school is where you want to fit in i thought the drama teachers would love me and she hated me so much oh i'm so sorry i'll be your new drama teacher I'll be a drama teacher. Would you? And yeah, I'll do like that. a J.K. Simmons on you and I'll make you yeah. the best damn <gasps> actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make you the best damn actor in the world. So good. I had a really good drama teacher at college. It was great. Well, like, just quickly, everyone, what's your favourite musicals? Oh, do you want to shout out your good uh, drama teacher, by the way? I do. Oh, Emily Tobias, but I'll probably mention it every single episode of this. Thanks, Mr. Tobias. Uh, we just called her Emily, actually. Emily. Oh, that's such a drama teacher <laughs> <know>. thing. <laughs> favourite musical? Um, oh. So it changes. I got a top three. Go on. Top three are Lamish. So yes. Mitch Saigon. Don't know it actually, sorry. Whoa! Dust of life. Is that a character? <laughs> Amazing. Great song. And uh, Hamilton. Yeah. And I saw Hamilton. About six weeks ago. Oh, before you went to Australia? Oh, yeah, I went to (laughs) Melbourne. It's been a good few weeks for Rosie. I loved I was gutted I didn't get to see West Side Story while I was there, though. There was a production of it. So good. That's such a good musical. We nearly went to see Juicy Boys. Oh, yes, I wanted to go and see that as well because I've actually seen it. In my venue every day in Melbourne. Sorry to bring it back to this, Helen. But uh, my I've seen Jersey Boys in London years ago. Carry on. I don't care. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> I, I, my um, front of house manager and my tech, shout out Dom and Brendan in Melbourne, both love musicals as well. And so before the show every day, I did a, every day I did musical of the day and we would oh all sing a song from a musical God. over the PA before we opened the doors. What? I did musical of the day every day. God. Sung a musical song. And one day we opened late um, because I was doing like, uh, I think a whole song from Cabaret or like I'm here for the <gasps> colour purple or something like that. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh, so good. Um were you oh, Sorry, you went to see Hamilton. School? Yeah. You were gonna tell oh, a story sorry, about yeah, yeah. Hamilton but Helen interrupted actually. Wait, I'm really sorry, you're gonna hate me, but uh, I'm gonna wet myself. <laughs> right, we're gonna watch Can Rosie wet herself we... and be right back. <laughs> there uh we're both really really sorry to interrupt your listening of our amazing amazing podcast but rosie and i have a special announcement because we're both at the edinburgh finch festival of lights Uh, (laughs) rosie tell the beautiful folk where your show is my show backward is at the pleasant chicago Every single bloody day at 7 p.m. Where are you? I am opposite Rosie Jones in the Pleasance Courtyard at 6 p.m. And my show is called Little Miss Baby Angel Face and it's my first show and we'd love to see some of you there. Come and that will be because we're ready for the best summer of our lives. lives.
Um, oh my god, are we recording again? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely no idea. I was texting chat, Sunil Patel. Oh, I'll say hi to Sunil for me. I will. Yeah, well, we'll um, do it later. Do it later. Yeah, <laughs> not, not know where at work, actually. So, um, I, yeah, I, I, it took like, I, I'll watch like, like clips of me, um, uh, in the musicals when I was a kid because yeah. I'm immensely insecure. Do you have um, like DVDs of it? Oh, yes. Oh, oh boy. My God. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Could me and Rosie come over yeah. for a view in? You can, now. but they're not like, some of them are like, not, I'd ham it up so, but like, basically, when I was, I just, when I was like Les Mis, I basically just copied Matt Lucas and what he did in the DVD. Who so, were you in Les Mis? I was Tenardier, the innkeeper. Yeah. That's I, not a lead role. Earlier you were like, it is a lead role. It's oh, one of the big yes. three. Yeah, but it, no, it's not one of the it, Big three. It's Valjean, Javert, and Tenardi. Everybody yeah. else, that's the big three. I don't. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're the ones that always like in in an, in an they're like different sides of the like the of the three-sided coin. <laughs> <laughs> Tenardi is like the edge of the coin. <laughs> like, oh, no, the rim is coin rim. It's the rim. I'm yeah. the rim boy. Coin rim. But I pretty much exclusively got cast as like Cockney villains. <laughs> <laughs> like comedy Cockney villains. Did you ever think that that would be your career? Were you like, did you have a moment? Where you're like, I'm a musical theatre superstar. Well, all of my all of my friends from there like went on to do like drama school and now the ones that have graduated are like smashing it in the West End what? and stuff. No. And no. I, so I was like, well, I didn't go to university or anything like that. Um, and, but I was sort of thinking about maybe drama school, but I wasn't in love with the idea. Yeah. So I decided to defer yeah. it. And then during the deferral, yeah, I decided to stand up comedy. Fair play. How old were you? I did my first gig when I was just 19. Whoa. Just turned 19. Started yeah. like properly as a baby. Little baby boy. Little baby, baby. boy. Little, little boy. Now I'm a big boy. No, boy. you're still a sweet um, little, little baby boy. boy. You're boy. still my little angel. <laughs> and were you like, oh God, this is it now. Did you enjoy it? Well, it's just, I'd, this is, so the podcast is about reasons we do things, right? Yeah. It's less like, from, the first gig was a real rough one. It wasn't a good yeah. gig. Like the gig itself was shit it was like an open mic night for music mm. and me and my friend who were also doing his first gig who like asked me to do it with him because he didn't want to do it on his own yeah. okay. were the only people doing invited commerce comedy but I was I found that uh, and this is why I've got such sticky feet on stage even if I'm doing badly yeah. is that it's not like the laughs are good and there's that whole thing of Sorry to be sincere. Again. I know, two times in a day. What am I celebrating? Um, <laughs> but like, uh, obviously for a lot of people, there's everyone talks about using humour as like a coping mechanism or a yeah. defence mechanism or yeah. as like a way to justify your presence in social situations, which I think I do to an extent or did a lot more when I was younger when yeah. like, as a as like a like a chubby late bloomer kid, I was like, gotta be the funny one. Yeah. And then when I was on when I'm on stage, I feel normal and I feel like I I second guess everything I say oh, yeah. a lot less, and I don't feel like I feel it, when I'm on stage, I feel like how I imagine everybody else feels all the time. Yeah. And that's Ow. the element of it that I like. Ow. I feel a lot less mental. When I'm I on stage. totally get that. Do you have the same? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm gonna say because I speak slowly like you know me i am outgoing yeah i'm an extrovert yeah but 
Yeah, it gets annoying actually. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy that side of you. I feel like in groups of like three or bigger, I sometimes hang back Mm -hmm. because part of me is like, oh, it'll take too long. Right. Whereas on stage, Mm. I'm the only one with a microphone. Yeah. So I'm like, Fuck you, I'll take my time. This is my space. Yeah, so it allows me to be in control more than I am in real life. Yeah. That's a fucking good point. I wish I'd said why I like it before that, because I just like the... Can we... Exactly. You like the clapping, I like the looking and playbook. I get that. My brain goes really quiet when I'm on stage, because it's one job. I just need to make you laugh, and that's it. Yeah. Right? But then in social situations, when we're just sort of chit-chatting, I'm, like, monitoring so much. My brain is going way too fast. Yeah. And even on, like, bad days, I'm like, this is my relaxing time on stage. No, it's not. But I think, like... I didn't, obviously when you first start doing comedy, it's not relaxing. No. But it kind of like, is that, I don't know. But I don't like that personality trait in me. It's like, how is that my happy place when everyone's sitting around and just listening to me talk? Well, I think the best way I can articulate that feeling for me is like, this this is the time of the day where there is a point to me being here. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, was that it? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like this, so I'm picking a spot, but I'm also going to go ahead. Yeah. It's like I'm on. So it's like we all know I'm here. Yeah. I'm here to do a job. I'm I'm here for a reason. You all have to sit down and listen to me. Let's have a fun time doing it. When I'm in social situations, I'm like, oh, my brain's going really fast. I'm yeah. like, oh, what should I need to say something funny or um, need to sort of count out everyone. No, everyone thinks I'm a cunt and nobody wants yeah. me here and all this mad shit. Um, but, so, but on stage, like, yeah, uh, even if you hate me, yeah. I've been asked to be here, so you, yeah. can, yes. you can suck, yeah. suck my good. Yeah. Apart from when you're yeah. new and you have to ask to get on stage. And then yeah, apart from that. But, you know. yeah. <laughs> but also for me, I mean, people might, it's so great, but I've had so many jobs where I'm like, am I good at this? Like, what am I meant to do this? Whereas... For my first gig, I wasn't amazing, but I was like, oh, I know I can do That's this. That's fucking yeah. bullshit. And I saw one of your first gigs and it was just like, <laughs> never seen a whole room just fall in love so quickly. I was livid. But also, it's you get to decide what you do on stage. There's yeah. no right or wrong answer. Yeah, it's exactly. entirely your yeah. prerogative what yeah. you do. Um, Apart and from when you fall over, I fell over. Did you fall over? Yeah, trying to get onto the stage. Yeah. I got, Straight down. I did a thing like that. I got really angry at an audience member in Australia and like took his beer off him and drank it in front of him. Yeah, oh, that's wrong. To never come to comedy again. Yeah. <laughs> and then like outside, I heard him slagging me off, and I was like, "Thanks for the beer, fucker." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was bad. I shouldn't have done it. It's unprofessional. But no. See, there is a, there is a wrong yeah. on stage. Then. There is a wrong. You can do wrong. Yeah. You can't do a wrong on musical theatre. You really can. Uh, oh boy I don't know I've been in Big Al so I kind of like I know a lot about it so it's like yeah yeah. I need to learn how to do stage falls properly before I get back into it because it was like in Les Mis right at the end there's a lot of like everyone carrying each other through sewers and lots of like punch ups and stuff so me and my friend who were playing Marius ended up like 
getting really badly blue. he got like pleurisy and what? like pleurisy it's like this like something with your lung because we were just oh, like we didn't have to we just had to like fall on hardwood every day and like, I fucked up my ribs and shit oh my god Definitely musical theatre is the not a sport for everyone yeah. you know it's a really tricky thing it's so hard hey. and I'm a triple threat so my body is just yeah. so you're hard. not a dancer uh what shut um, up you're not a dancer I'm such a good dancer yeah well, me and Rosie went to lots of parties together yeah. in, uh, oh, in Australia. In yeah, so she knows Melbourne, like I'm a good dancer. Yeah. yeah, so she knows. Where were you, Helen? I've actually had a lot of very rewarding gigs over the last month. Stevenage, is it? I've actually been to Stevenage in this month. <laughs> All right. um, but I'm going to Dorking on Friday night. Fuck. That's the worst thing. So I was like, uh, uh, I was like, in the last few days of Australia. It's Australia? Just, yeah, I was like, well, I could, I'm just doing gigs in Melbourne, but I'm also I was like booking myself gigs in like Stevenage and like yeah. and Petersburgh and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Petersburgh, Peterborough. I don't Peterborough. even say it anymore. Peterborough. <laughs> I think you're doing really well. So, I still feel like you are a musical theatre star, though. Yeah. Oh, yes, I think so. And I think comedy, stand-up comedy is probably the quickest way to get into musical theatre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have been... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm going to say that is a really big compliment from Rosie. It really is. Yeah. But also, you know, Rosie, I'm actually um, jet lagged. So. Oh, oh, you're me both jet lagged. Yeah, so it's going to be tough for us to record this yeah, podcast because we're both jet lagged so. from Australia. So we'll leave it there because Ed is currently suckling on Rosie's nipple, <laughs> calling her daddy. So I think it's the oh, right daddy. time to stop. Oh, oh, daddy. Southern Hemisphere daddy. Oh. Can I just quickly say hi to my dad, Michael Bauer? Yeah, I love you and I really hope we hug soon. I told him I loved him recently, oh actually, and Christ, he went, oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Michael. I would say hello to my daddy. Give us his name. Robert Jones. Hi, Robert Jones. Robert Rob, Jones. Robbie, Robbie J. Boy. Robbie J. Boy. Oh, Robbie J. Boy. Northern daddy. <laughs> Northern so daddy. hi to Michael, Rob, and what's your dad called? Kevin. Michael, <laughs> Rob, and Kev. Oh, man. What, a, what emotionally <laughs> repressed names. Mike, Mike, Rob, Kev. Mike, Rob, Kev. As you were, lads. As, as you bloody were. Over and out. Bang. The sun will come out tomorrow. tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sun. sun. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I love you tomorrow, you're only a day away. When it's ever this day, that's great and lonely. I honestly can't believe you're still recording. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. Um, how great is singing as a group? You have one new voice message. New voice messages. The sun will come out for Chloe. Bet your bottom dollar that with Chloe there'll be sun. Chloe, can you please come on our podcast? We love you tomorrow. If you're not free tomorrow, we can pick another day with Chloe. We'll talk about 
our childhoods because Chloe is such a babe. Chloe, call me back with dates. I love you so much. Bye. Deleted. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.